Hello and welcome to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny. Today is Wednesday, November 1st, and I hope that you are having a wonderful day. Happy November, everybody. I hope you had a good October. hope you had a good Halloween, by the way. Now, if this is your first time listening, I want to say welcome. My Daily Trivia is a 10-round quiz show with no specific themes, no specific topics, and no specific categories. But we are bringing you a new episode every day, Monday through Friday, and each day gets a little bit harder. So, of course, today's Wednesday, which means it's right down the middle of the road. It is the Goldilocks Day. It's not too hard. It's not too easy. No, it might be just right for you. But if it's not just right for you, if this episode's a little bit too challenging, well, I think you should listen to the rest of the episodes this week. You might have a good time. You might have a good time Thursday, Friday. Now, on the other hand, if this episode is a little bit too simple, well, you can tune in tomorrow because tomorrow is going to be a little bit harder. Now, without any further delay, let's get into today's round of questions with question number one. In the NATO phonetic alphabet, what word is used to represent the letter B? And that's B for Bravo. The International Radio Telephony Spelling Alphabet, commonly known as the NATO Phonetic Alphabet, is the most widely used set of clear code words for communicating the letters of the Roman alphabet. To create the code, a series of international agencies assigned 26 code words acrophonetically to the letters of the Roman alphabet, that would be letters A to Z, with the intention of the letters and numbers being easily distinguishable from one another over radio and telephone, regardless of language barriers and connection quality. The specific code words uh, certainly vary, as some seemingly distinct words were found to be ineffective in real-life conditions. So, Although it is just one of 26, you now know that B is Bravo. Moving on to question number two. How many quote-unquote varieties are there in Heinz tomato ketchup? And there are, quote-unquote, 57 varieties. Heinz 57 is a synecdote of the historical advertising slogan, 57 Varieties, by the H.J. Heinz Company, located in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, United States. It was developed from the marketing campaign that told customers about the numerous products available from the Heinz Company. In fact, there were not 57. They simply selected that number because 5 was Henry J. Heinz's lucky number and 7 was his wife's lucky number. So they went out saying that there were 57 varieties. This ended up turning into Heinz 57, which you may know is its own sauce at this point now, Heinz 57. So in any case, if you knew how many varieties there were with 57, you're actually incorrect. I'm not sure how many there are, but apparently 57 is not the accurate number. 
In any case, moving on to question number three. Who provided the voice of Groot in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies? And that voice actor was Vin Diesel. Groot is the name of two fictional characters voiced by Vin Diesel. Groot 1 becomes a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy and sacrifices himself to save his allies during the battle against Ronan the Accuser. His son, Groot 2, is raised by Rocket and the Guardians. He participates in the conflict against Ego and then Thanos, falling victim to the blip. The character's name is derived from either or both of two words, the Dutch Groot, meaning big or great in size, or the noun Groot, meaning mud, soil, or earth. Now, I always thought it was kind of ridiculous to say that Vin Diesel voiced Groot. I mean, I'm pretty sure the only thing he ever really said was just, I am Groot, right? I'm pretty sure that's all he said. So, I mean, how hard of a job is that? I I could do that. You know, it's not too terribly difficult. In any case, whether it's hard, whether it's easy, it was done by Vin Diesel. Question number four. What does the acronym C-O-D-A stand for? That's CODA. What does CODA stand for? And CODA stands for a child of deaf adults. So C, child, O, of, D, deaf, A, adult. A child of deaf adult, often known as the acronym CODA, is a person who is raised by one or more deaf parent or legal guardians. 90% of children born to deaf adults can actually hear normally, resulting in a significant and widespread community of CODAs around the world. Although whether the child is hearing, deaf, or hard of hearing has no effect on the definition. The acronym CODA with a K, so that's K-O-D-A, which stands for a kid of deaf adult, is sometimes used to refer to CODAs under the age of 18. The term was coined by Millie Brothers, who also founded the organization CODA, which serves as a resource and a center of community for children of deaf adults as an oral and sign language and bicultural identifying with both deaf and hearing cultures. Moving on to question number five. Where were the Declaration of Independence the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights stored during World War II. And all three of those documents were stored at Fort Knox. In December of 1941, the Library of Congress sent the Declaration and Constitution to the Bullion Depository of Fort Knox, Kentucky, for safekeeping. By September 1944, it was decided to return the documents to their permanent exhibit at the Shrine in the Library of Congress. 
on September 17, 1951, there was a grand ceremony at the Library of Congress for the reopening of the permanent encasement of the Declaration and the Constitution newly sealed in helium by the Bureau of Standards. The distinguished guests included President Truman, Chief Justice of the United States Fred M. Vinson, members of Congress, plus a new librarian of Congress, Luther Evans, and a new archivist of the United States, Wayne Grover. Now, as I was doing a little bit of research on this, I found there was a bit of conspiracy, which is kind of interesting. Some people think, and this is kind of a fun one, some people think that the Declaration and Constitution that we're looking at when we go see them at the Library of Congress, some people think that they're actually fake, and that in fact that they were duplicated at that time. And the real ones are still in Fort Knox, Kentucky, while the ones that are held in Washington, D.C. are in fact duplicates. Interesting. Interesting conspiracy theory. I'm not saying anything about it. I'm just saying I read it, putting it out there. You can just determine... But what we do know is that whether or not they're still there, the real ones were certainly held at some point in time during World War II at Fort Knox, Kentucky. Okay, so I'll leave you with that, and I'll move on to question number six. What is the tiny piece at the end of a shoelace called? And that little thing at the end of a shoelace is called an aglet. That's A-G-L-E-T. An aglet is a small sheath, often made of plastic or metal, attached at the end of a shoelace, a cord, or a drawstring. An aglet keeps the fibers of the lace or cord from unraveling. Its firmness and narrow profile make it easier to hold and easier to feed through eyelets, lugs, or other lacing guides. The word aglet and its variant aglet come from Middle French and Old French word for aiguillette, the diminutive of aiguille, meaning needle or pin. So, next time you're tying your shoes and you have that funny little plastic or metal piece right there, just know that that is called an aglet. Question number seven. Pocahontas was baptized and given what English name? And her biblical name was Rebecca. Pocahontas was a Native American woman belonging to the Powhatan people, notable for her association with the colonial sediment at Jamestown, Virginia. She was the daughter of Powhatan, the paramount chief of a network of tributary tribes in the, okay, I'm going to try this word, in the Seneca Macha, encompassing the Tidewater region of what is today the U.S. state of Virginia. Pocahontas was captured and held for ransom by English colonists during hostilities in 1613. During her captivity, she was encouraged to convert to Christianity. She was baptized under the name of Rebecca. She then married the tobacco planter John Rolfe, a 
in April of 1614 at the age of about 17 or 18 years old. She bore their son, Thomas Rolfe, in January of 1615. A little bit different from the Pocahontas Disney movie that I remember. I don't remember her ever being called Rebecca, but evidently that was her that was her uh, baptism in English name was Rebecca. Moving on to question number eight. What was the original purpose of the tiny pocket that is found in blue jeans? And the original purpose of that was to hold a small pocket watch. As designed by Levi Strauss and Jacob Davis in 1873, as a feature of the original waist overalls, as they were called back then, the small pocket was intended to hold a watch. Though the design by Strauss and Davis for, quote, improvement in fastening pocket openings, end quote, that was patented in 1873, included a version of this pocket. The small pocket as we know it today was not an element of the blue jeans mass produced by Levis Strauss and company until the 1890s, when the target buyers for the work trousers were carpenters, railroad workers, farmers, and miners. Hence the, uh, the gold nuggets. That's often the, uh, the myth behind it is that it was made to uh, to hold gold nuggets for the miners, but that's actually not true. Now, of course, today, the small pocket remains a feature of all kinds of different jeans. It's a vestige of a time when jeans were strictly casual pants. Now, fun fact, these tiny pockets were superfluous on suit pants because suit jackets had inside pockets for their watches. So this is why you only see them on on jeans or casual pants and not on suit pants. It was never part of that fashion. Moving on to question number nine. What does the acronym SPF in sunscreen stand for? SPF stands for Sun Protection Factor. The SPF number indicates the level of protection against ultraviolet B rays. Sunscreens with a higher SPF offer greater protection from the sun. SPF refers to the amount of UV radiation it takes to produce sunburn when wearing sunscreen in comparison to how much UV exposure it takes for unprotected skin to get sunburned. But contrary to popular belief, SPF does not tell you how long you can stay in the sun without getting sunburned. So SPF sun protection factor, something that I have to pay a lot of attention to in the summertime. So quick shout out to SPF for uh, protecting me in the summertime. Big shout out. I actually did not know that that is what SPF stood for. I should have known that. I use it every every weekend in the summertime, so shout out to the sun protection factor. Moving on to our last question of the day, question number 10. In the Catholic Church, 
the Bishop of Rome, is a title more commonly known as what? And the Bishop of Rome, the head honcho in Rome, is better known as the Pope. The Pope, also known as the Supreme Pontiff, the Roman Pontiff or Sovereign Pontiff, is the Bishop of Rome, the head of the worldwide Catholic Church, and has also served as the head of the state or sovereign of the Papal States, and later the Vatican City since the 8th century. From a Catholic viewpoint, the primacy of the Bishop of Rome is largely derived from his role as the apostolic successor to St. Peter, to whom primacy was conferred by Jesus, who gave Peter the keys of heaven and the powers of, quote, binding and loosing, end quote, naming him the rock upon which the church would be built. Now, the current pope is Francis, who was elected on the 13th of March, 2013. So, the pope, also known as the Bishop of Rome. So that will conclude this round of My Daily Trivia. I want to thank you all for listening. Now, if you found this episode to be a bit too hard, I think you should check in tomorrow. If you found this episode to be a bit too easy, you should also check in tomorrow. I want to encourage all of you to tell your friends, tell your family about our show here at My Daily Trivia. I want to thank all of you for listening to the show. I'm your host, Danny, and I will see all of you tomorrow. Tomorrow.